bringing it home with Sarah and Tennille. Sarah, we are ending the month with a little Taylor Swift <laughs> oh, our love out there. story. Are you a Swifty? Um, my daughter is. Okay. All right. So I take that that you're not. I'm not anti-Swifty, but she's way into I gotcha. Taylor. Yes. Okay. Well, love stories. Little Romeo, yeah. Juliet. But she's got a twist ending on her. So if you don't know the song, <laughs> go back and listen to it. So right. why are we talking about Romeo and Juliet? Well, there is a day coming up that connects us to reading. Not Halloween, surely. Well, let's stop because you know Halloween's my favorite, uh, one of my favorite holidays. So happy early Halloween, friends. That's sure, tomorrow. sure. I hope you have your costumes and candy ready. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you see how excited I yes. am. Tanil's <laughs> more excited about the next day. <laughs> um, I'll be excited too because candy will be half off. <laughs> no, November the 1st is Family Literacy Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So this goes back to 1994. It's actually uh, was created by Congress. They issued a joint resolution creating National Family Literacy Day. So this is basically a child's uh, ability to read the correct. skill of reading. Is that correct? And how important it is. Okay. And how um, their children's literacy success and or failure can really have an impact on their adult life. Oh, and I mean, we, we know that. Yeah, there's to be a true. ton of studies out. Yeah. I, I know you love statistics. I do. So I've got a couple for you. Okay. Um, the Annie E. Casey Foundation mm-hmm. um, put out some information about early childhood literacy, and they stated that when you compare uh, proficient readers to students who don't read proficiently by the third grade, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the children who don't read proficiently by third grade are four times more likely to leave high school without a diploma. You know, I have always heard about that third yes. grade being like this this turning point. It is. It's like it's that huge. is the point where you have to be on point. Yes. And it's really, um, parents have to step up. You know, the teachers yeah. do their job, right? Yeah. But it happens It takes everybody. Yes. Yeah. And um, there's a really great quote by a child's author. It says, children are made readers on the laps of their parents. Hmm. And I love that, right? Some of my favorite memories are, you know, reading as a young child. Actually, my grandmother. Yeah. Um, yeah, she taught me to read. And, yeah, I read to her many hours. That's one, one <laughs> great memory. Yeah. But that set you up on a on the road to success. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even know it. And she may not have either. Right. But it's really important that parents and grandparents, caregivers really have a lot of influence on their children's literacy development and their ability to read and even their attitudes towards reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got one more statistic for you that connects how important it is for parents or caregivers to You're read. You're going all out today, I, aren't you? Well, I love to read. You know, I'm I, that's why you've got <laughs> like 15 <laughs> statistics today. I love to read. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so a study was done, um, back in the mid uh, 2010s. Mm-hmm. So from 2015 to 2016, it was discovered that a large share of kids are still missing out on just story time, regular mm-hmm. story time. Like think about bedtime story, yeah, that kind of stuff. Over 40% of all young children aged five and under had a family member read to them less than four days a week. So that's almost half, honestly, let's just say. Yeah. I mean, most little kids aren't being read to anymore. No. What are they doing instead? Well, they're on their phones. Right. They're on... Mom and dad are handing them a tablet (laughs) and a phone. And then they're getting ill when they get it taken away from them. Right. And I will tell you, since this study, these kids have entered school. Mm, Yeah. 
teachers will tell you there is a deficit. So right. how can we fight this? So Family Literacy Day is November 1st. Okay. okay. So we're going to give you some tips today, moms, dads, grandparents, caregivers, daycare friends, mm-hmm. anybody. Right. To help you read more often with your kids. So obviously number one is read every day. Okay. <laughs> Find a time to read with your child, even if it's a 10 minutes, five minutes. Yeah. Just a brief daily commitment. Because they don't want a novel anyway. No. And you don't want to read a novel, so. No. Breathe. But it shows them it's a priority from a start. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. make it one. The second one is make a space for reading. Do you have a space for reading? I mean, you can, like, sit on the couch, can't yes, you? Yes, get a blanket. Or, I mean, up. you don't have to have, like, a anything expensive or You do not have to have a library in your house, right? Right. <laughs> No, that's that's what's key here. Just making a space mm-hmm. where it's comfortable and like it's consistent. So I can grab my book and go read there. You've been in my house. You know my little um, love seat that I have. Mm-hmm. Like I love to go sit over there. You have pointed that out to read. me. Like I'll tell you, you that. You want to read there. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. So a place associated with reading. Yes. Mm-hmm. And anybody can do that in any amount of space you have. You could just make, hey, that's my reading corner. The third one is make reading silly. Don't be afraid to get silly. Don't kids like silly? They do. You know, using the the silly voices. You know, like if there's a turtle in the story, make the turtle's voice sound like a turtle's (laughs) voice would sound if a turtle had a voice. You know, do things like that. You know, Uh kids like the variation in the voices. And, you know, making reading fun is important. One thing I don't want to see, and I've seen this and I don't like it, is when people turn reading into a punishment. Oh, you know, they'll say, yes, it's kind of like you're in trouble. Go read. Oh, reading should be a punishment because that's that's the wrong association. You're exactly right. I I don't like that. I've never really thought about that, but you're right. It's almost like the parent or caregiver doesn't like to read. So they're going to make it a punishment. Yeah. And I don't like that. No. So don't make it fun. Make it silly. Get into the book. I love how you talked about be the character. Give the turtle a voice. How would a turtle sound? You know, and who cares? It's your sound like that. (laughs) (laughs) Or if in the book, you know, like the duck is singing, sing, sing like the duck. Yeah. Yeah, You know, make it fun. Mm -hmm. And it's going to grab your kids. Um, Right from the start. Yeah. Another one, and this is easy to do for most people, is visit your local library. Right. You know, books are free. Your library card is free. And I remember as a child going to the library. Like, I can still smell it. And getting my first library card. It's a big deal. Yes. I remember that. Yes. And my mom would just let me roam the whole kids section and I would get a certain number of books. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Yep. So had to have a limit because I would have come out of there with 30 books. (laughs) And it teaches responsibility because you have to take care of them and take them back on time. Yeah. So visit your local library. And there's often a lot of libraries have programs and things geared towards kids and adults. Yeah, they do. To get you excited about reading. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And while you're there, another tip is talk to the library and ask them to guide you to some appropriate books for yourself, your kids. You know, I know I'm, I've gotten to be friends with the librarians at my local library, and they know what kind of stuff I like to read now. Mm-hmm. So when I go in, they're like, oh, we have the perfect book for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, everybody like won't be like no. one-on-one with their librarian, but, but do talk to them, you know, yeah. and uh, always ask questions 
if you can't find something mm-hmm. or want to know more about something. And I encourage my kids to talk. Like, well, when we go, you ask them mm-hmm. if they can help you. You know, I want them to know that they have a voice too. Make the librarian your friend. <laughs> That's a great tip. Yes. <laughs> You know, another one is to seek out adaptations. You know, there is are a lot, a ton of books that are made into movies. Um, we just Romeo and Juliet. Yes, um, <laughs> perfect second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, there are. So, and it's always fun to read a book and then watch the movie and then talk about the differences yes. and compare and which one do we like the best and what was different and what was the same. And I agree. Yeah. Because my son and I love Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and we like he was, t- you know, younger when the movies had already long come out. By the time he came along, and was reading those, but we've read them and seen all the movies, and we would compare. Like, well, they left this out, but they did this really good. Yeah. Or, it's a lot of fun. I like to do that as an adult, so yeah. I know that kids like to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so fun. And this goes along with it. Another thing that we need to do, not just read, but encourage your your children, your students to write. Okay, now it's turning into work. <laughs> well, you know, write thank you notes. That's a dying art, and it's so appreciated. I will say this. When my son graduated from high school, mm-hmm. he was blessed to receive a lot of gifts from a lot of people. <laughs> uh-huh. And he wrote individual thank you notes to each one. Yeah. Address the envelopes. We learned about a lot of things that I assumed were taught at school, but they may not have been. Mm-hmm. So there are some things that we can teach at home by encouraging writing. And thank you notes teach several different steps. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. You know, some kids want would enjoy journaling to mm-hmm. get some feelings out. Yeah. And there's also kids that like to write poetry or write short stories, you know, encourage that. That goes hand in hand with reading. Reading and writing go together. And if they don't want to write, get them to draw it out. You know, draw some pictures. Make a comic strip. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more than one way to express yourself. So, the another another tip is to build literacy with other activities. You know, think about um, putting, like, puzzles together or crossword puzzles. There's a lot of games out there that you can play that are associated with letters and words. Now, some of these you can play online. I know we're trying to get (laughs) off of our phones, but, you know, there are like word scramble games that I play on there. There are crosswords, all kinds of things that kind of keep your mind sharp. So there are some things that they can do. Um, They think they're getting screen time and they are getting screen time, but kind of redirecting them to some of these activities Mm. Um, where they can connect it to what they're supposed to be learning. It's educational. It is. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think we would be remiss not to encourage parents and caregivers to work with their child's teachers, too, if they think their child needs more help or if, um, hey, are there things I can reinforce at home? You know, work with them and see what extensions you can do. And I think they would be happy to share with you (laughs) how you could help your child because, you know, you are supporting what they're doing in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And so many parents aren't doing that. So you stand out just by asking the teacher, what can we work on at home um, to help with what you're doing at school? Right. And then the child sees the partnership between Mm -hmm. teacher and parent. And, you know, that's a good thing. Yes. And last but not least, mm-hmm. lead by example. You know, even if you don't want to sit down with a book, find a magazine 
or that book of crossword puzzles. Yeah. You know, lead by example or, or writing if you like to write, you know. If they see us doing it, they'll be more apt to do it. Yeah. Let them see you reading mm-hmm. and, you know, that may encourage them. So after they're all sugared up from Halloween, about how, how, you know, how they spend their Halloween night or something. So there's a lot of ways to celebrate Family Literacy Day. November 1st. Yes. This Wednesday. Can you believe we're talking about November? No, we'll be talking turkey real soon. But right now we're talking books. (laughs) (laughs) See, I was getting excited when we got on the turkey, but we'll circle back around. We'll circle back around. Hey, cookbooks. Oh, goodness. Make them read recipes for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Hey, that's a life skill. (laughs) I don't know. But thank you for joining us for this episode in the words of Mr. Bob Marley. Now, I gotta ask, (laughs) I wonder if he was a reader. I mean, I have no way of knowing, but I'm just gonna say yes. Well, he was a writer, because I mean, songs, so I mean, I don't know. He had some skills somewhere, but he would still want you to live the life you love. And love the life you live. Everybody grab a book. See you later. Happy Halloween from Sarah.